Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of In and Out of Character, a role player's podcast. We finally broke into the 20s, thank goodness. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome everyone new. Welcome everybody old. I really appreciate you guys. My guest this morning is Misty from the Roleplay Rejects, because I have talked about her and uh, the Roleplay Rejects enough on this podcast. I have thought to myself, you know, it'd be even better if I just went ahead and just brought everybody on. So Misty is on today. We're going to go ahead and right get into it. Right get into it. Excuse me. And get her on the phone. Let's go. Missy, I've listened to you for a, a long time, uh, which is weird to say to somebody. I've listened to you for quite a long time. I think about two years now. Yeah, it, we're coming up or just hit two years or something like that. That's wild that yeah. you've been listening that long. Yeah, since the, uh, since the Star Wars game with um, the Roleplay Rejects. And I forgot the name of your character, but I remember you, Joseph, Wesley, and Stevie, and Damien all playing together. I forgot who ran it. Uh, Joseph was running the Star Wars campaign. Yeah. So he would have been GMing. Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly was the first time that we had somebody besides Damien GM. So it was kind of kind of new. But wow, that's crazy. That mm-hmm. you've been listening. I'm like, it's, it's awesome. Like, I'm, I'm grateful. It's just weird, you know? Like, I know. It's so strange. To, <laughs> I, I love talking with people. But it's if... I, I haven't really gotten a chance to talk because like when I when I first interviewed Damien, it was a while back ago. And since then, I had to go on sabbatical so I could, you know, take care of my life and take care of my child. Um, but uh, with Damien, I pretty much got to talk to him like right away. But I haven't talked to you or Joseph or Wesley yet. And so it, it, exactly what you just said. It's odd because I, I've known you guys for so long, but I've never spoken to you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's weird being in a situation like this, right? Because it's like, same same for you, right? Damien talks about you all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. Island, you know, like, it's never, it's... It's, it's that it's guy in the background. Yeah, well, like, we, like, we know each other, but not really. Not really, yeah. Weird. It's, yeah. it's it's having a friend of a friend who talks like you have that one friend who talks about the other friend group so often to the other friend group and now that when the fun when the friend groups finally intersect and start talking you're like oh wow this is that person yeah exactly um how'd you um <laughs> the the first question i like to ask people is how they got into role playing and you primarily play tabletops right yeah yeah, that's what I primarily play for sure. Um, uh, sorry, go for it. Oh no, I was gonna just ask how how'd you get into it? What was your first one? What was it like? Um, so I got into it because, like a lot of nerds, I was a theater kid, mm-hmm. um, and I had a friend that was really into DMing. And he mentioned to a bunch of the cast of the show that I was in that, like, if we all wanted to come over, he wouldn't mind running 
a game for us and he he dm and yada yada and i was like oh you know dungeons and dragons i've like heard of i have no idea what it means but sure i like games um and we all got together it was super sporadic um to be honest sometimes i wonder if like I invited myself <laughs> and like, they just, they just like put up with me. I, Cause I feel like we probably should have played more than we did, but uh, we played 3.5 um, Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just really fun. I liked doing it and you know, it's very similar to being in a show except for you get to choose the adventure, mm-hmm. which I really liked that. Um, and yeah, that was kind of my thing. Um, we would just play here and there sometimes, and I'm pretty sure I played a half-elf ranger or a half-elf rogue or something like that every single time we played, um, and I'm pretty sure we played multiple different characters, um, so <laughs> I was not very original. Um, Neither was, was I, don't and worry. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think everybody kind of starts out not being super original and that's totally okay. Um, you got to play with what you're comfortable with and what you have fun with, you know? Oh yeah. See, actually our, our stories are a little bit like the opposite. Cause I was not a theater kid. I wanted to be a theater kid, but really Aww. I was, I was the jock in the, in the, in the school. Right. But I was mm-hmm. secretly a nerd. Uh, and I didn't want to tell anybody because nerd, like you didn't want to be a nerd if you're a jock, uh, yeah. back then. And my my parents and my family, they really wanted me to get into sports. They wanted me to join uh, NJROTC. Like, that was my life. Yeah. So it was just, I never got a chance to join the theater or the, the music group. Because I really did, but I was so busy doing everything else. And then secretly, secretly, I would meet behind closed doors to play D&D Amazing. with other people. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and my first character was a a dragonborn, a dragonborn paladin. Cool. Um. So I that I feels, that feels very jockish, right? Like, like being being the the like good guy, paladin wise, you know. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's fitting for where I you also, are at in life. Yeah, I also just wanted to play a dragon too, and that was the closest uh, thing I could get. Absolutely. Who doesn't want to play a dragon? Let's be honest. Um, Even if you haven't played a dragon, somewhere deep down, I feel like everybody everybody wants to, wants to be a dragon inside of them. <laughs> how did you? How? But okay, so and this might be like a long story, but I'm okay for it if you're okay with it. How do you go from being like just simply interested in a tabletop, so D and D, to going all the way to getting onto a podcast and playing it and releasing episodes pretty much weekly. Yeah. Well, uh, high school Misty definitely did not know where things were going. Uh, that's mm-hmm. for sure. I was not in the plan. Um, you know, after after high school, I never really played. Um, probably for a good like maybe four or five years Mm -hmm. um my husband and i got married and we started playing skyrim because i'd never played it before and my husband was like oh my gosh you're gonna love it and i was like oh my gosh yes i do love this this is so fun i I can't believe i've never played this before Mm -hmm. speaking of 
you would really like playing TTRPGs. Too bad we don't have anybody to play them with, Otherwise, right? That was kind yeah. of kind of the like conversation. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but it was it was something like that where I was like, oh yeah, like you told me I would like Skyrim. I know you well enough. I think you would really like playing Dungeons and Dragons because at the time that's all I knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damien and I. Uh, used to work together. My husband also worked with us, but Damien and I kind of worked in the same section. Mm -hmm. Um, So we saw each other quite a bit. And one day he was like, hey, you should come over and play Pathfinder. And I was like, what the heck is Pathfinder? Um, And he he mentioned, you know, like, it's kind of like D&D. And I was like, oh, sold. I'm in. I've just got to convince Joseph. And Joseph was like, yeah, sure. That sounds fun. Um, And we played like maybe like two to three times max. Um, mm-hmm. But then Damien and Stevie, they moved. So, you know, again, went on hiatus. Um, but by by just those couple of games, Joseph was hooked. So I was like, okay, perfect. We just need to find a permanent table. It'll be easy, which, you know, it's not. Um, <laughs> anybody who, can, who plays uh, RPGs in any format knows that it's hard to find a good group. Oh, um, yeah. So, you know, went back on hiatus, Uh, And then we ended up moving and we just so happened to have moved near Damien and Stevie again. Like it was not even intentional, but Mm -hmm. one day we were like, oh my gosh, you're here too. How far away are you from us? And we kind (laughs) of like, we're like, okay, well we got to get together. Like obviously. Um, So we started playing games together again. And uh, eventually we added Wesley into the group, um, a friend that we were hanging out with for a while brought Wesley into the fold. Um, and then, you know, we all just clicked and that's kind of, it was like, we're already playing games like this together. Mm-hmm. We feel like the vibes are good. We enjoy being mm-hmm. around each other. Story telling is really like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And we have this stack of RPGs that we all want to play but haven't had time to play so like what if you know like what like it would be so dumb probably stupid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like what if we had a podcast well what if we did yeah and we were like oh yeah that would be so dumb but what do you want to do it and then (laughs) and then it turned into like okay well we just bought microphones and like okay I guess we're doing this you know um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it all evolved. Like it's definitely not super detailed. Um, but you know, it, if I gave you all the details, we'd be here for eons, but you know, it's, it's just, you know, we made good friendships and we felt like there can't be, um, let me back that up. There has to be, is what I meant to say. There has to be other people out there that are interested in games that are not just D and D and not just Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Like we can't be the only ones with a bookshelf full of <laughs> games that we hope to one day play. So like we might, Oh as well God, play yes. them, you know, uh, over here to my left, I currently have avatar, the last airbender. I have another one called Animon, which is like Digimon and Pokemon mixed up. Cool. I have just so many over on my side here that I, I desperately want to play, but I just don't have the time to play them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not without being the GM. Exactly. And I think that's part of the, the whole thought process for us too, right? Is it's like, it sucks that you have to be the GM if you want to play a different game. And not mm-hmm. only that, but you have to convince the rest of your table to play something that may not feel so comfy because, you know, they, they have the rules set down of the game of your choice that you normally play. So, mm-hmm. like, I guess kind of we're kind of hoping to be able to bridge that gap and be like, hey, like, it's not it's not that hard to learn a new system. Like, it's actually pretty fun. And look at all these cool games there are and different settings that you can play in and instead of just homebrewing D over and over again like you could play in the alien universe or you could play in star wars or cottages and cerberuses which is one that we just recently did you know like it's it's mm-hmm. just i guess i i guess that's a huge part of the reason why as weird as it is to be on a podcast i'm grateful to be on one Mm-hmm. because I never thought I would be. It was never on my to-do list, but it's, like, fun to do, and I hope mm-hmm. that people also have fun mm-hmm. learning the systems with us. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, so far, from a lot of people I've talked to who are not you guys, uh, actual legitimate fans of y'all's, uh, have said that they all really appreciate the things that y'all do, if that helps at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's adorable. Um, quite, uh, quite, <laughs> I'm actually really, I'm happy that I, I, I got to meet you guys and got to talk to you guys. I'm, I'm actually really thrilled. And I can go ahead and tell you that, um, podcasting is precisely, uh, precisely that, uh, you, you think, Hey, I would like to do something. And in this case, talk to other role players because I'm a, I'm a big nerd and I don't get to talk to anybody about this really awesome, <laughs> weird hobby we have. And then, uh, that turns into one thing and suddenly I'm on a podcast and up, I've fought a microphone. Up, I'm reaching out to people. Up, I've made friends. What is happening? What's going on? And then, you know, it just continues on like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's not, you know, only my experience, you know. But it's it's just funny, you know, this, like, age that we live in mm-hmm. <laughs> where, like, podcasting, like, you say you have a podcast and people are like, oh, sick. Like that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, a while ago it was like, what the heck is a podcast? Like <laughs> and so yeah. you know, it's cool that like we're able to find these outlets, you know, with you being able to interview people and like really get to know them and have that be your niche and you know, with us being able to play essentially just like get together and have game night but record it. Um, mm-hmm. like, like there's such niche things, but people, people are willing to listen and that's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's just one of those things where people, so I, I've begun to understand that people enjoy a sort of realism when it comes to these things, like a forms of entertainment, like they really enjoy the friendship between you yourself, Joseph Wesley, Damien, and Stevie. They, I, at least, I appreciate it when y'all guys are playing. Mm-hmm. Hell, half the time when you guys are just going on tangents, I am perfectly happy to just sort of listen. Which is weird. That makes me sound like a stalker. Does that? No, ugh. no I appreciate it honestly because, like, we do be going on 
<laughs> all yeah. of the tangents. And, and sometimes I'm like, and, oh gosh, like I can't even believe anybody wants to listen to this because sometimes I get sick of listening to us, you know. So yeah. And all I all I want to do as a as a as a fan is just poke my head out from behind the curtain where I'm hiding and just say, "Hey, God, no!" Oh my gosh, that would be so, <laughs> honestly that would be so yeah. funny. No, that no. Uh, uh. It would be no, terrifying. Uh, no, that would be terrifying. It would be terrifying. <laughs> but, but if we knew you were there, it would be funny. <laughs> Well, I, I know that you also don't get to enjoy it all the time, because I, I know that you did have to miss out on a couple of them. Like, you had to miss out on the Bunkers and Badasses one. However, they yeah. did bring you back as a actual cloud. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I th- when they told me they did that, I was like, these are freaking ridiculous. <laughs> like, but I, I appreciate you thinking of me. <laughs> I was personally hoping they would have uh, brought you back. Like, they would have just, like, made you voice out the lines. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That would have been so funny. I I thought about I was laughing about it. I nearly got in trouble because I was laughing about it. I don't know if Tammy never told y'all about no. that. I um at my job where I used to work um way back when I could not listen to my headphones while I was working. That didn't stop me. And um you guys um I always had this bandana that would hide my headphones, my ears mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, something was happening, and it just made me laugh out loud. But my boss was standing, like, right next to me. Oh, and he no. goes, what was that? And I was like, nothing. And I just walked away before he could ask any other questions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I pretended I didn't hear him as I scooted away to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, so, you know, you guys are out here trying to get people into trouble. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, I'm I appreciate that you guys thought that like you thought we were funny because I think we're freaking hilarious. But I think y'all are hilarious. It's it's different when you know they're your homies. You know, like hopefully you think your friends are funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, man, what if what if everybody's just listening to us? Like, what are what are they doing? Like, they're freaking ridiculous. So I'm glad that we've made you laugh. Mm -hmm. I um, but um. So, out of curiosity, which one has uh, been your favorite so far? It doesn't have to be the one that y'all just had on the podcast, but, like, what's your favorite type of system? Mm. That's a good question. Um, man, okay. So, if I had to choose a system, mm-hmm. I would say probably fallout i really enjoy a d20 system i think it makes a lot of sense now that i understand it at first i was like this is dumb i hate it why can't Mm -hmm. this just be like pathfinder um but to be fair that was also our first game that we had ever tried outside right (laughs) pathfinder so um but i do really like a d20 system uh so i'd probably say that um universe wise i'm super partial to star star wars so like Mm -hmm. While the system is not my very most favorite, I do love Star Wars just in general. So I, th- I that's that's a hard question to just like pinpoint, but hopefully mm. that's a good enough answer. Oh no, it's perfectly fine. I sometimes base that that choice off of just what I'm most excited to play at that moment. Like I I'm a big fan of Star Wars, so yes, I would absolutely um, the old not the new Star Wars system. I forget what it's called. 
It's an older one. It's basically like 3.5, kind of, sort of. It's Sagas? No, Sagas is a new one, isn't it? Honestly, I forget it is. I wish I could help you out there. I am terrible with the names. Yeah, the old Star Wars one was my was my favorite one. I uh, I think it was called Star Wars D20, actually. I think it was just called Star Wars D20. Nope. That. that does not look like it's it. Oh, wait, maybe it is. It It is. It's uh, by Wizards of the Coast. I don't know if the other one is as well, but yeah, that looks like it's it. Um, that might actually not be what it's called. I'm pretty sure like a dozen people are raging right now because I've just <laughs> messed up and finagled that. Um, it's but uh, honestly, let, let them rage. Mm-hmm. Nerds get so uppity sometimes. I know. Me, Look me at those well, guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, man, I, uh, I really, I have a whole bunch of characters in Star Wars that I used to love to play. Do you have any, do you have any favorite characters that you've, you've had? Um, within like specifically RPGs or just Star Wars in general? Oh, uh, specifically RPGs, you know, just all of them. Mm. Um, okay, so I've played um, S- Star Wars. So the one that we did on the podcast was mm-hmm. Force and Destiny. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's the same rule set. It's just different slightly. Um, Joseph GM did a duet between the two of us. Um, and that was... I want to say it's called like Edge of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, those are the only two times I've played a Star Wars RPG. Um, mainly because I can't ever convince people to just play Star Wars with me all the time. Um, for whatever reason, that's not everybody else's favorite thing to do, but that's fine. Um, so I played a Twi'lek. Um, mm-hmm in the one that I did with Joseph. And that was really fun because I got to be a rogue, which is my favorite class, no matter what you call it. It can be a smuggler. It can be a rogue. It can be Mm -hmm. whatever. That's my favorite. I like sneaking around. Um, And then in Force and Destiny, I played uh, Togruta. um, And she was like a a Jedi master. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, favorite character, honestly, I, I think master fawn, my, my Togruta was my favorite, even though I love doing roguish things. It was Mm -hmm. nice to be able to play with my friends and it helped me develop my character more. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I ended up liking her, just a bit more, even though I feel like it was definitely out of my normal, mm-hmm. um, goodness, what's the word? Like my normal, uh, scope. Yeah. Normal... Thank you. Thank you. Scope. <laughs> I was like, like yeah. the thing I normally play my comfort zone. Um, right. but it was, it was fun to push myself to do something that wasn't just another rebranded rogue, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, and I, I think as we've been playing these different games, I've, I don't think I've had a single rogue since we started, which is very unlike me. Um, mm-hmm. But it's nice, right? Because, like, 
my friends push me and uh, I mean, I tend to play younger characters too. That's something that I do. But with Master Fawn, I had to be a little bit older of a character and I was like, oh crap, <laughs> I am the youngest at our table. Uh, so it was kind of different. And yeah, I think, I think that's why I liked it. It was, it was, it was different for me. Mm-hmm. I get that. I um I also have a lot more fun playing characters that I normally don't play anymore, or characters I haven't even tried playing yet. And I I play a lot. Like um so my my go to form of role playing is through MMOs, which is uh if you've ever played an MMO and you've seen some people role playing off the side, that's probably me. Cool. Uh, but yeah. What do so you what I, do you like about MMO format? Ooh. Oh, just so much. I like that I can do it at a moment's notice and I don't have to get grouped up with a bunch of people in order to do it. Um, all I have to do is go to one of the hubs, which um, the community pretty much designates the hubs, as it were. Like, there's no government, like, there's no overarching government to the community or whatever or, or structure. It's um, It seems like all the role players are going over to that area. So I'm also going to go over that area and join them. Um, so, and you don't have to, like, get a whole group of people together. You can just have your character walk up to another character, and you are two separate people, and you begin the interaction. You begin the exchange of words and information through a story into a narrative, and you something pops out of it. Sometimes it's good stuff. Sometimes it's bad stuff. Sometimes it's awesome character development. Sometimes it's drama. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and that's just sort of the, the give and take risk and reward that comes with MMO role-playing. You don't really know who's on the other side of the screen. It could be anyone. It could be anything. Um, I say anything. Hopefully, they are human. Hopefully. Know, man. With AI, you never know. <laughs> with, with AI. Um, and it's it's I enjoy all forms of role-playing, but MMO role-playing just seems more readily available to me, especially since I cannot... Uh, make the time to get a group together all the time. I, I just, I have so many things going on that it's the only form of role-playing I can actually partake in, and that's very scarce these days. Um, yeah. But I've had a bunch of different characters I've really enjoyed. I had a Star Wars character um, myself that I really loved, and his name was Krisk, Krisk Star Tempest, and he was a Trandoshan. Mm-hmm. Uh. He was... He was one of those. I know y'all had a whole <laughs> about that. Yeah, but he also, was. Also, they're cool. Like they really oh, are cool, objectively. He, yeah, he was so cool. And actually, I made this character way back when I was first getting into role playing. Was this before D and D or after D and D? It's one of those. Um, it's yes, after D and D. So I got into this and I made this character and this is back when I didn't really understand the fundamental differences of taking myself out of a character. So I was playing this Trandoshan who was very angry all the time. And one day I was playing and I was like, and I just sort of had this moment where I was like, am I playing an angry character because I'm angry or am I playing an angry character? Cause I want to express my anger somehow. And Chris became one of my favorite characters as a way to that. He became a vessel for me to explore uh, problems that I had, quote unquote, way back when as a child. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. That's that's awesome, especially, you know, that 
you had the realization that that was kind of what was happening and then you were able to like be productive with it you know Mm -hmm. um i think that's something that a lot of role players there's that's that's a point that a lot of role players get to you know where it's like oh am i playing this because it's fun (laughs) or am i playing this because i need this you know yeah (laughs) um and that's one of the things I've been trying to preach about the community uh, in general uh, with MMO, even with LARPing and cosplaying and stuff like that, is that role-playing can be very therapeutic for people mm-hmm. in general. And I think pe- a lot more people need to do it a lot more often, but that's just my opinion. No, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Especially, like, not at, it, therapy, like, formal therapy isn't everybody's thing, you know, and mm-hmm. totally get it. Um, But gaming in some form can definitely be a, a good outlet to use instead, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I know many people who have talked about, actually, I believe I had, I've had some people on the podcast who talked about how just gaming in general has helped them through some tough times. Um, with the recent Panini, that's what I'm going to call it. The Panini, <laughs> uh, a lot more people got involved in it. And yeah. I mean, a lot more. Yeah, it's honestly really cool to see Um, because, you know, like when I first was playing, it was like, oh, yeah, of course, you nerds would be playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right. But now it's like, oh, look at those nerds. Yeah. And like people are excited to hear about the different games that are out there. And at the very least, they've heard of like Dungeons and Dragons now because it's become mainstream. Right. So it's super easy to be like, oh, yeah, like. I played Dungeons and Dragons and it, you know, is really stress relieving and it's super cool. And they're like, Oh wow, maybe I should try it. And it's like, wow, that's such a different, uh, <laughs> different, um, answer than when people used to be like, Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, nerds. <laughs> yeah. Look at those guys. Yeah. Poindexter. <laughs> yeah. I used to be that guy. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Like I, uh, don't hold it against you, you know, because like same, even though I was uh, friends with a bunch of nerds, like I also had like dance team and sports and things like that. So it was like riding the line of like, which friend group am I with? Can uh, I talk about my nerd side or not? You know, like, so I, I get it. I know. God forbid you start talking about Magic the Gathering or something like that. <laughs> the moment. Like... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, just, like, they they would just lose their minds. <laughs> like, oh, no. gracious, heaven forbid. I can't talk to my nerd friends about the the steps of, mil- the, about the, the, oh, God, I forgot what they were called. I was in the NJROTC for, like, a long time, and I had to remember these commands, and I couldn't talk to some of my friends about them because they wouldn't understand the commands. And then I couldn't talk to another friends group about my love for wanting to go into theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a cool thing about being an adult, honestly, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot less of that. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, that's what you're into. Sick. Pop off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's like not this like I can only be one type of person. Um, you can be lots of different people. 
you know. Especially and... with role playing. Ha <laughs> ha! See how we you brought it back. So yeah. So <laughs> many people. God, so good swaggy. Thank you, Misty. <laughs> Really quick before we continue, I want to take the time and make sure you understand who the Roleplay Rejects are. So, let's hear from them right quick. Hello, hello, hello. We are Roleplay Rejects, an actual play podcast that is all about new and unusual tabletop roleplaying games. Our show explores various roleplaying systems and their associated worlds while being guided by one of the Rejects as Game Master. Each story is entirely separate and designed to be listened to in any order and comes complete with laughter and sadness. I have never killed anything before. Puns. We struck Yukon gold. <laughs> and whatever the hell this is. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Listen to Roleplay Rejects wherever you get podcasts. I really, I really enjoy... Um... I think the thing that I like the most about role playing is just being able to. How do I put this? It's different. It's going to sound a little bit different because you have to understand the the fundamental differences between tabletop role playing and MMO role playing. But when I sit down and I get to role play with my friends online and like um, Elder Scrolls Online, for example, it's normally really nice and calm and peaceful. It's like for me, it's like sitting down and and reading or reading slash writing a book mm-hmm. with friends because that's a lot of what you're doing because you're typing everything out you're not actually speaking to anybody um in a voice chat you're just typing it all out for the other uh players to read and they'll respond in character so on and so forth have you found anything like when it comes to sitting down with your friends that's sort of like that not exactly like that but just something that you look forward to the most Mm. Um, if you if you want to say pretending to throttle your friends, that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> I love my friends, but I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think honestly, the thing that I look forward to the most, I, I think there's there's two things. Maybe that's cheating, but I'm I'm gonna give you two. Okay. So the first thing that I look forward to is just the consistency, right? Like I'm severely introverted. And if I wasn't forced to go see my friends once a week to play games with them, I would never see them. And that would make me really sad, right? Like I love my friends. Um, Mm -hmm. But like I have to be forced to interact socially. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think that's one thing I do look forward to is just, just seeing them, uh, but I think the other thing that I look forward to in playing the games specifically is just the the um, the collaboration with the storytelling, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I have ADHD and my brain's going 24-7. And mm-hmm. I make up all sorts of stories in my head all day, every day, sometimes multiple stories at the same time. Like, it's just, it's wild up there. Um, So it's nice to be able to, like, sit down with my friends and create something together that's cohesive and that's not, like, an ADHD, like, mess, you know? It's, like, some. I mean, 
don't get me wrong. Sometimes it can be, um, you've heard the podcast, so you, you, you know, but in general, you know, it's like really cool to have this like story that everybody's involved in and that we all gave bits and pieces of ourselves towards, you know, like that sounds like kind of cheesy, but I think that's really what I like. I love cheesy. No, it's okay. (laughs) I love cheesy. That's that's a big part of it for me. I I live for and by the way, I'm the same way. I'm also ADHD. Um, the hey, episode, nice yeah, nice to meet you too. Uh, <laughs> hyperactive dis uh, uh attention deficit hyperactive disorder fellow being. Um, I uh <laughs> I um uh, matter of fact, the the episode that's gonna come up before this is with Ryan, the the gentleman uh, you actually introduced me to. Oh yeah 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 he's Which, cool. Yes, it was very nice to talk to him. Um, but my mind is going constantly, all the time. There's never a moment of quiet, and I sometimes I hate it so much. But it allows me to think about these different angles and stories and, and being able to kind of bring them out into the world through some sort of medium, which is, again, role-playing, uh, has helped me tremendously because it makes me feel mm-hmm. like my head is just a little less empty, and that's such a nice feeling. I know that's weird to say, but <laughs> you might not get it if you're someone who, if you're not someone who is on constant meltdown mode all the time in your own head, pretending like everything's fine. Yeah, no, totally. Like it's it's nice to be able to be like, oh, okay, cool. Like. There's this, there's this like catharsis that comes with being able to create in some way, you know. It's like a, it's like a weight lifted, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. It, it feels, it feels so, it feels so. Oh, my son is giving me anger eyes because oh, he's no. tired. It's fine. Um, hold on one second. No, you're fine. Go to sleep. It's okay. It'll be done soon. I love you. Sorry, he's he's oh, mad at fine. me. That's fine, and that's gonna end my. That's going to end not the podcast episode, but what I call Dustin has to take care of his child segment of this <laughs> podcast episode. It happens almost every episode. My son comes in and he's like, "Dad, what are you doing? Why are you still doing this? Come to bed. Oh, no. Go to bed." Um, but what was I saying? I'm sorry. No, you're good. You were just talking about how, like, there's this weight lifted when you're able to oh, yes, have, yes. like, a role-playing moment outside of your own little noggin, Ed, you know? Uh, and it's so much better when you're, like, bouncing off of other people's story ideas as well, mm-hmm. because it makes it feel more real and natural. Does that make any sort of sense? Yeah, no, totally. And it's not just, like, me <laughs> making making crazy things up. It's like, oh, like, yeah, what you just did sounds really cool. And actually, that's way better than what I was thinking earlier. So I'm going to add on to that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just fun. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. it's it's nice, I think, mm-hmm. to be able to just be outside of my own head for a minute. Um, well, I'm going to I'm going to kind of flip the script on this and I'm going to go from the nice touchy feely to the dark and cynical Okay. Uh, absolutely. Do you ever do you ever get tired of it? Not not recording, not with the podcast or anything like that, but just role playing in general. 
Oh, yeah, man. All the time. I get burnt out so quick. You can yeah. ask any of the other rejects. Like, I <laughs> I am one of the first to always be like, are we done? Can, can I go home? <laughs> Love you guys, but I can't stand any of you anymore. Um, mm. And I think it's just because, again, like, the way my brain works, it's just, it's either turned on or it's turned off. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if I'm if I get to the point where I'm turned off, like you're, you can't, you're not getting a single thing out of me. There are weeks where I dread going in cause it's just been a long work week, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, the last thing I want to do is make decisions <laughs> in a role playing game. Like, please don't make me, uh, usually I start playing and I'm like, Oh, actually I like this. Never mind. But you know, there, there are times where I'm like, Ooh, I need a hiatus. Um, but you know, it's, it's nice working with your friends. Sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, it's like not always like sunshine and roses, but I think for the most part, it's nice working with your friends because they understand you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm never with, um, as, as quickly as I'm like, Oh gosh, I hate this. Um, that's like a personal thing. And I'm never really like, truly burnt out because mm-hmm. my friends know me and they have my back and they're like, okay, like she's obviously not feeling it. We're going to call it a day. And it's never like a, a, us fighting about it or anything like that, you know? And I think that helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I would be such a big liar if I was like, no, I love role playing. I would do it every single day. Damn. I know some of my friends would, I would lose it. I would lose my mind. Um, I have gotten to the point where I can't anymore. And it's not just because I've been busy, but it's because like, um, and again, there's a a bit of a difference between MMOs and tabletops, but there's a certain requirement because MMO is a lot more go, 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 go type of role-playing where it's like pretty much like on demand and you can get it whenever you just have to log in and find the right group. There's also this sort of commitment to people that you might not even know or like you just met or something like that. But in order to keep up these character developments in order to keep up the, the, I guess I don't want to call it the dream, but the narrative uh, you you kind of have to like keep on coming back, and it can also it can burn you out really quickly if you're not careful. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, it's a whole different type of ball game, and it and it also gets even more difficult depending on which sort of community you're involved in, because there are some communities out there who are a lot more strict than than other communities. Um, tabletop is a very nice, safe, friendly place well, if you're doing it with your franchise to say mm-hmm. um environment and uh that was that is so sweet i'm gonna eat it with a, a glass of milk <laughs> i um i'm really happy that your friends are there to support you through that because i am an extrovert i have no idea what it's like to be an introvert mind you i can i can have days where I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anybody, but I am not an introverted person. I am very much an outgoing, talk your head off if you let me type of person. So I can't imagine what it would be like as an introvert coming to a table 
and having to deal with my loud ass. <laughs> no, I think I think there's a couple things with that, right? Like first of all, like when when you're at a table, especially with people that you know, um even if there are some extroverts on your table, like they're, they're your friends, even even if you're like you are more introverted, like you're excited to see them, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I don't think it truly becomes that big of a problem in that sense. Um, but I, th- I think also it's just like knowing how to, I guess, like advocate for yourself and like put up mm-hmm. boundaries so that like mm-hmm. you don't get too overwhelmed or whatever, you know, like, um, I, I feel like I talk about this a million. I've talked about this a million times. I don't know if it's been on the podcast. I, sorry if it, if it has been. But oh no, please feel um, free to talk about it. It's not about it's not about their experience. It's about your experience <laughs> and your experience with everybody else who is listening. Um, so I I feel like there's two main camps of introvert, and mm-hmm. one is the you know, I, I do well in smaller settings with like less people. Um, I, mm-hmm. I get my energy from being alone, but also in these like intimate spaces. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's another type of introvert where you need to be around people, but you just need to not interact with them where it's like, right. I'm, there's a quote from the great Gatsby. Um, I believe it's Jordan. Um, who says it in the book, but um, she says something to the effect of like, I love, I love large parties. They're so intimate. And the idea is that just that like in a, in a large crowd, like you can kind of hide away. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I fall into that second camp. Whereas a lot of my friends fall into the other camp where like, they really love feeding off of each other's energy. And like, yeah, we don't, don't go like out and about clubbing together or anything crazy like that. But like they, they really do like hype each other up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm the opposite where I'm like, wow, this has been a lot of interaction. (laughs) Thanks though. (laughs) I'm going to, I would like to go home now. It's Um, it's time for everyone to stop making noises and time for me to go to somewhere really quiet. Yeah, absolutely. I sometimes feel bad about it because I'm like, oh, wow, I'm such a party pooper. But oh, no, uh, we're all used bad. to each other now. That yeah, it's like, you... they, they know. They know. So. Yeah. Never feel bad for taking care of yourself. That's my one piece of advice to every role player out there in the world is that if you are putting the role play above your own health and your mental health, uh, stop. Take a break yeah. and start taking care of yourself and drink some damn water, please. Yeah, honestly probably super dehydrated that includes myself because i don't drink nearly as much water as i need to i know me too i'm like wow (laughs) i should follow my own advice oh boy i have i've had two cups of uh, water today but three cups of coffee so far so you know there it's starting to balance out right that's (laughs) just yeah just just need one more cup of water Yeah, just one more cup of water, and even though it's about to be 10 o'clock my time, just one more cup of coffee. What's the, what's the harm? Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like there's such a 
an odd culture mm-hmm. in, in the gaming community. Mm-hmm. It's like none of us drink enough water. Like, why is that? Why are we so averse to water? I don't know. It just it, it tastes nasty, and I have to drink it in games to survive. I don't want to take it. <laughs> I don't want to drink it in real life to survive either. Damn, no. Uh, I mean, maybe. I, I'm pretty sure that my husband's like the only person I know that is uh, genuinely well hydrated. That's like a game. Ask, ask him when he comes on, because I'm going to have him on. Spoil alerts to everybody else. I'm also going to have Joseph on eventually. Um, I'm going to have to ask him his 10 tips to keeping hydrated. Oh, he'll pop off. He'll be so excited oh. to talk about that. I'm so excited. I will, I will actually <laughs> ask him. No joke. I will do it. I, I hope you do, honestly. I, I should follow those 10 tips. <laughs> well, I, I have another question if you got time for it. Yeah, absolutely. So role-playing encumbers like a, just a really large kind of group of... I, I use um, role-playing as like an umbrella term for a whole bunch of different things, like LARPing is role-playing, mm-hmm. uh, cosplaying I consider role-playing. Yeah. Um, hell, I, I consider theater and um, acting role-playing to yeah. an extent. Um it's just one you're doing it in front of a thousand people watching you and the other you're doing it in front of a camera. Um, yeah, exactly. So are there any other forms besides tabletop that you would be interested in trying in the future or are you just purely happy with the tabletop? Um, I've always thought that getting into cosplay would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the idea of being able to do to do that um i honestly like it's it's kind of intimidating um because Mm -hmm. it's like oh like you know you can have other people make your costumes and things like that but then it's like there's like some taboo to that sometimes and people are like oh you didn't hand make it and like i don't know how to sew on a button so sure didn't um (laughs) but uh so that like I think that's kind of why I haven't tried that, but you know, eventually I'll psych myself up enough to do it. Um, mm-hmm. LARPing I've heard it could be really fun. I feel like I would be extremely awkward at it at first for sure. Um, just because that's how I was with TTRPGs. So I imagine actually like acting out what's happening like physically, I feel like it would take me a minute, but it sounds fun. Um, acting for sure. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed doing it. I wasn't stellar by any means. That's why I'm not in movies, but on a podcast instead. Um, but you know, that's fun. I'm honestly, I think I'd be hard pressed to find a type of role playing that I wouldn't be willing to try and definitely would be hard pressed to find one that i truly hated you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. there's, there's merit to all of them um and i think just playing pretend is fun <laughs> like no matter I how think... you do it i just think that that's something as adults that like you i i miss doing that as a kid and being like so nonchalant mm-hmm. about it you know it's like yeah i i i like doing it and i wish that it was more of a normal thing for adults to do it. So I'm cool with any form. 
Um, having speaking of that, speaking of role playing or uh, pretending, uh, and that's ultimately what role playing is. Role playing is just pretending, mm-hmm. pretending with other people. Except it's not pretending because we're adults. It's role playing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's there's uh, like. Uh, the the new title role playing and there's like a couple more rules that aren't being made up on the spot you know because when you listen to kids they're like oh you have to wear green because i said so like oh okay i guess i have to wear green now um and like no you can't speak in that voice because i said so so it there there are a little bit of different there is a little bit of a difference but it's kind of the same thing it's just rebranded oh Cosplay wise, hold on. I hold on. I my head just went off in three different directions. You're I'm fine. so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I get it. <laughs> the the ADHD is strong. Okay, first of all, I love watching. I love watching my son play pretend, and I love playing pretend with my son. I think it's the best. Um, we sit here like in the mornings now before school, um, and this is uh, I'm pretty sure something silly that all kids do, but. So when I wake him up for school, I'll be like, hey, buddy, it's, you know, it's like 645. Uh, it's time to get up, start t- time to get ready for school. And he'll say 15 more minutes. And I'll be like, okay, because I always give him the 15 more minutes. I really wake him up at 7 o'clock. So I get him up, and he goes, Dad, I can't get up. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because I'm stuck in a spider web. And so I'll have to be very dramatically out there like, Jaden, give me your hand. I'll get you out of the spider web. And then he'll, like, put his hand in mine, and I'll pull him out of the bed. He goes, thanks for rescuing me, Daddy. And I'm like, yeah, this is, huh, huh. Parenthood is great for me. Uh, It's not great for everybody, I know, but I I love it. I love playing pretend with my son. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. So, um, (laughs) we, but besides for that, hold on. The other direction my head went, because I went with, cosplaying larping and um pretend all at the same time i also want to larp but really i'm afraid i just want to hit people with sticks and therefore i don't larp all the time i haven't larped in a very long time although i did enjoy it but again i really just wanted to hit people with sticks and that tells you anything about me um that's fair if you if you cosplay, what do you what do you? Because we're gonna have to wrap this up. It's already getting to that hour mark. If you cosplay, who do you who do you think you'd cosplay as? Oh man, um, dang, I don't know. Like, so when I went to my first convention ever, I dressed up as Misty from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was great because people would say my name and I'd be like, yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, you you meant the character, Misty. Uh, but it was kind of nice, right? Because I didn't have to, like, answer to some name that isn't my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think doing some more, like, generic, and that that makes it sound bad, but something more generic that like people can recognize pretty easily, I think is fun. You know, like there's some really cool cosplay out there, but I'm, I'm a keep it a buck. I don't know who the heck they are. Looks beautiful though. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, but I think for me, like, I think I would just have fun doing something that's pretty well known. Um, Mm -hmm. 
like, I don't know, like Padme, you know, like something, something that like you can't really mess up. Mm -hmm. I think sounds great to me. Um, I've, I've thrown around the idea of doing just like the, like a fallout, um, getting like a fallout jumper, you know? So I'm just one of the fallout people. And that sounds maybe like not super fun, but kind of like we were talking about earlier with, you know, starting out with role playing, how you have like a generic character that's kind of your shtick for a long time until you branch out. I think honestly that would be the same for me with cosplay is I would want to find something that I felt comfortable in that didn't seem like a lot of maintenance that was fun, but not too much. And then maybe eventually I'd get into some really cool stuff, but Mm -hmm. generics feels, feels right for right now. So this again is where we are exactly the opposite, because if I have to cosplay, I'm going to go loud and dumb. (laughs) <laughs> as as much as possible like the i'm pretty sure the only reason why i don't cosplay is because if i if i did the very first outfit i'd have to wear or the very first cosplay i have to do is do you know anything about overwatch i do do you know the the gif of um the reaper and a pink uh a, it's like the pink reaper dance gif or whatever no, but I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god, please. <laughs> I would have to do that. I can't I can't do anything simple. I can't do anything. Oh my gosh, amazing. Straight. I'd I would have to Oh my god, I have to I'm gonna have to put a link in this <laughs> in the so in the good. show notes. No, I want to see this. I I I would have to do this because I'm just I'm not I'm not the quiet guy who likes to go to conventions and just vibe. I'm the guy who likes to go to conventions. I'm the worst guy. I go to the <laughs> conventions to be loud and dumb. Excuse me, dumb. Because I don't get to be loud and dumb anywhere else. Hey, you know what? I mean, that's part of the reason why cons are fun, right? Is Because oh. it's just a whole flock of nerds doing their nerd thing. However that looks, you know? And, like, honestly, oh. this would be so fun to see in person. I would love to see a cosplay of this. Uh, I'll do it someday. I'll do it someday, but until that day comes, it'll... <sighs> someday. That's all I can say. When you do, you have to invite us to that what, con, and what, we'll be sure we'll, to get tickets and everything so we can come see that will be. That will be That will be our bet, okay? If you, and I, if you and I were to cosplay, I will cosplay as Pink Reaper, and you can cosplay as Padme, alright? Yeah. Sick. Alright. Deal. Bet. <laughs> And that's where we're going to end this episode. That's where we're going to end this episode, Misty. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. And joining me. Thank you for having me. No problem. Do you have any last words for any potential introvert or role players out there? Um, you know, just play games, nerds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have today. I really appreciate you all listening. Really, I do. And I will see you guys next Thursday. Um, this could be possible without every one of you guys and most importantly thank you to my Master Arms uh, supporters uh, right now Kate McGee and who I, I truly 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 appreciate so very much thank you stay in character everybody I'll see you in a week <laughs>